everybody, and welcome back to the Warp Lords podcast. My name is Jared, and today we're doing Nine Realms, uh, episode six. I had to check that up real quick. Episode six, here we are. Uh, I'm joined today by the rest of the crew. We got, we got Devin, we got Danger, and we got Graham. Why don't you say hi and tell the folks who you're playing? Hey everyone, I'm Devin. I play Hannibal, the elephant man. He has a big hammer and he swings it around and orphan children love him. <laughs> that should just be your like canned intro. And orphan children love him. It's true. He's got a heart of gold and tusks of iron. <laughs> That's those, actually those are even things better. that I, I would I would agree with. I think that the theme the theme of today should just be catchphrases because we need more of them. Heart of gold and tusks of iron. Yeah. Um, hey, everybody. It's me, Danger. I am playing uh, Cecil Finnegan. I am just the the wistful singer, the the soft boy that puts it all together in the crew. One man drumline. Yep. Nick Cannon. <laughs> I'm, he's, fucking, he's I'm fucking Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of weird right now. Does it, I didn't realize he had so many children, but maybe so, when Cecil's oh, older. Yes. <laughs> maybe when Cecil's older. Yeah. <laughs> Once I stop hanging out with Finn, I assume I might get some ladies. But until that that stops, they're ju- I'm just lining them up for him. <laughs> You're his speaking Finn of, man. Speaking yeah. of. Like a wingman. Um, I'm Graham. I play Finn, and the ladies love him. <laughs> I believe you normally say he's a swash, swashbuckling otter. Yeah, that's not important right now. And though. the ladies the love him. Dig him. That's that seems like that the. That seems like something that would be in like the beginning of an Adam Sandler movie starring <laughs> Rob Schneider, like starring Rob Schneider. The ladies love him, but now he's one of them. Oh God! Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> maybe, maybe like an early aughts one. One of those. Yeah, you know, back when they were good, back when, back when they were good, those Rob Schneider movies. Yeah, Rob Schneider. Now was... it's Rob Riggle, Rob Riggle, <laughs> Rob Riggle. Give me Rob Schneider. No, no. Without without further ado, let's just do a short intro today and just hop into the episode. Why not? Right? Yeah. yeah. You don't need to recap, people at home. Listen they to don't. the other episode again if you need a recap. And away we go. So, you guys have just entered the manager's office, and you look around the room, and you see, like, some dry storage on the end of the hall, and there is a desk to the right of you. Sitting in front of the desk is, like, the deceased corpse of Sanders, the bear wearing the white suit with, like, the red little necktie and the tuft of white facial hair on his chinny-chin-chin. And as you look at this, you notice that there is, like... A coiled sword coming out from his eye, and he looks very, very dead. As you kind of just walk in the room, you see what looks like a shadow come forth from his body uh, and rise and kind of uh, congeal, I guess, into a form in front of him in the form of what looks like a shadow child of sorts. And as you kind of like stand there, uh, you notice that the walls around you kind of just drop down like they rotate down like a box almost like a they just rotate 
and become horizontal essentially and you look like back where you came from into the sides and instead of being the fast food restaurant that is nameless that that you were in before you instead see black darkness and uh the things that are in the room like the boxes and everything start floating in the air as you feel a sense of weightlessness uh like as if you're floating through space well all right gents i was wrong before now we're officially in hell (laughs) <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um and <laughs> as you say that, you see like uh like in the periphery of your vision there seems to be like a black uh a bodiless face uh floating through the air in the, your periphery and it kind of like wishes by you if if it could, but you're kind of just floating here. And as you uh continue to look at this child, uh the the body of Sanders starts just kind of rotating through the air as this like corkscrew blade of sorts starts to like rotate. And as you, uh, as you look forward, you realize that your uh, perception is a bit off and you actually see two, gir- two like small children behind the shadow one and they come out from the sides and you see three shadow people. Are they all children sized? They're all children sized and they uh menacingly uh screech at you in this uh uh in com- <laughs> actually let's let's do this. Make a make a will check. All right then. We're going to determine how scary the noise is and then I'm going to try to imitate what that would sound for, like. for all of us. <laughs> for that each of you. landed on its side. So give me a sec. I got to reroll that one. That's a fail. I four out of two. Fail. Pass. Seven out I of I kind four. of figured Hannibal's like unscarable. <laughs> I have I was, seven willpower. I was going to say as as uh, the children would appear and I would see the, the three shadow figures, I would say, oh, children, no, no, no. Children love love us. We We have much jerky for you, children. Come. Please don't scare us at all. And uh, they lift their hands up as their jaw kind of just drops, uh, like, open, revealing, like, a big gaping mouth, like, lined with teeth. And you hear, like, <laughs> as they scream at you uh, and begin to, like, swirl I around the back. room. What do you do? Oh, no, the what children are like? vegans. Everybody run. Uh, oh, I want Okay. A, I want out. What do you do? <laughs> I leave. You um, okay? You I would. Can't. I would. I guess I would actually scream back at the children just due to, due to the nature of who I am. I, I um, would rather just so, turn around and stop stop being there. So <laughs> I scream back at them. Uh, rest in peace, everyone's ears. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so so you're all your style. Are, are, okay, all of them are. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, yes. <laughs> Uh, that is a 31. So the strangest thing happens as you, uh, make this kind of screaming noise. What's the effect that you're going for? Uh, I was using explosive. Okay. To like blow their minds, right? Yeah. And, uh, you feel as if you've let out like a really good explosive and their minds should be blown. And you watch as the three of these kind of wisp around the room. Uh, and it seems as if your sonic yell for some reason can't reach them in whichever place this is or something to that effect is happening you can't seem to affect them 
that way. All right, Jens, I tried my best. Uh, we should really leave now. Let's Everyone, uh, into the void we go. As you try to turn around, you realize that you're weightless, kind of floating through the air, and you like are unable to like move because you're basically floating through space. Uh, <laughs> uh, there are like boxes floating through the air, and uh, I want each of you guys to roll me a d12. Oh, all right then. Uh, Eleven for Fen. Ten. Three. Okay. So uh, I'm trying to determine an order in which something is going to happen. Do you want to go low is first or high is first? I'm in the middle either way, so I don't care. Yeah, that seems like a DM choice to make there. I guess it depends. Graham, do you want me to go first? Yeah, I was giving you the option. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't care. Okay, uh, I'll I'll determine. It seems like it doesn't really matter that much then. Tune in so, next uh, week to find out who goes, <laughs> who goes next. Uh, so basically, one of these uh, one of these shadowy children kind of like whooshes through the air, and their that big like mouth kind of extends as it like seemingly passes through Cecil. Uh, and because you're like really unable to move in this kind of space place uh you aren't really able to die they're basically attacking your armor right now so uh-huh. i guess i'll roll to see if they fuck up somehow <laughs> all right gents it's been fun <laughs> they they hit okay, bye um, i see you i'll see you in a, a, another life maybe yeah <laughs> so something weird happens um basically i'm gonna uh just imagine as if there's like a, a camera kind of watching all of this happening and it changes to like top view. So it's like looking down at you guys in this space place with the dropped and collapsed walls and all of these items floating around and it zooms out and out and out until it's basically just looking at essentially a, a small white ant in this like expanse of blackness. And then it rotates down and almost as if, uh, Almost as if, uh, looking through like a, a gun scope, uh, there is, uh, something that passes through Cecil. Imagine, uh, if you will, the game Kerplunk. Um, is anyone familiar with this 90s game where I you am. basically put all of these sticks through uh, a cylinder, essentially, and you have a bunch of marbles on the top? Just imagine as if one of these are going through and something is removed. And what I want you to do for me, Danger, is I want you to tell me something from Cecil's childhood or, you know, at any point in his life that had like a big effect on how he became who he is like an important memory it can be anything it can have to do with bard stuff your relationship with your father it can be literally anything oh yeah um so i came up with something perfect for this and i have a song about it all written Um, okay anyway tell me about it so uh, two years ago cecil was you know a, a budding young apprentice at uh at school he was he was you know doing well his father wanted him to train more in the warrior ways and get a you know get away from the whole bard things singing thing he thought it was stupid so um one of his young generals came to be Cecil's private tutor and over the summer they fell in love and eventually one night they were on a date on the beach and uh 
they got uh they got snuck up upon and they fought together on the beach and you know it was a whole thing it was just a whole thing it re- it really shaped who cecil uh was going to become and he just wrote a song about it and that was uh you know after his father heard what happened that's when he decided he was going to send cecil off and got uh him prepared to leave all right so i got to pause you there for a second cuz i'm going to need <laughs> some details Oh, You're yeah, saying dude. that he fell in love with his teacher, who is a she was a general a young, yeah, in his father's young, arm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. So, uh, what? So, it was a woman. What was her name? Um, you know, <laughs> we can pause for a second. I hadn't come up with uh, with her name yet. I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, in okay, this story anyone? that I've had for about like fifteen minutes. Oh, um, it's cool. This is this is uh, <laughs> this has existed for three years. Um, uh. Anyone, uh, fish the or <laughs> shark themed names? Um, fin. <laughs> Everyone's just like fins. Fin. Uh, sh- uh, sharp tooth. Teeth. No. Uh, uh, let's see. We can cut this part out when we land on a name. Oh, one hundred percent. Gertrude. I don't know, like Priscilla Gertrude. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Gilgamesh. Pearl. 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 That's a good is. one. Yeah. Okay. Now I kind of want to leave that in as we kind of flounder to a name. So the general's name was General Pearl. Okay. And I'm yeah. gonna. Okay. Oh, yeah. So no, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? See, I well, was committed I was to it. In, now I'm second guessing myself. Okay. Well, I was just envisioning Pearl was her, her first name. So General, okay. I'd be like calling somebody, you know. <laughs> General Frank or something. Okay, so like so you call her Pearl, but her yes. real name is General uh General Murkwater. Murkwater. Okay, I like General that. General Frank. That's fun. General Pearl Murkwater. I'm glad that we did that. There you go. So, That's good. I like uh it. so you said that you guys were like in a battle on a beach, right? Oh yeah, so- we were like we were totally unarmed. We were, you know, under a boardwalk and we got snuck up upon by uh by pirates and sailors and you know, she got okay. knocked out and then, you know Oh, so you were the savior of yeah, the well trained General Pearl Murkwater. Okay, so she trained uh, me well. So it's nighttime on the uh, Driftwood Isles. You are a couple years younger than you currently are, and you're walking around with General per- Pearl Murkwater. She's wearing some uh, armor, and it's made out of uh, this kind of what? What was it called that you called opalite? Opalite, yeah, opalite. That's the a special stone that's native to that area. Mm-hmm. And ha- describe what it looks like a little bit, because she has like nice armor to. So you know, it would be like. Uh, a molded uh breastplate most likely out of mm-hmm. the uh stone so basically parts of it would still be like raw like the raw stone themselves where they don't do work to it at all and then some of it would be like shaped to fit fit the body in the way that a breastplate would um it would probably also have like uh wave designs built into it pal- like small pauldrons on the side made of the same material stuff like that Nice. So let's say that you're having, you know, your your little time on the beach and it's, you know, she has her guard down a little bit because you're having a bit of a romantic time. It's like 
a little bit after sunset, so it's a little dark, and she has her armor doffed, and you're kind of sitting on the beach there together, and you guys get jumped as some of the, uh, some sharks from one of the neighboring islands seem to want to jump you to, uh, you know, steal the armor. And just one other thing real quick. So I asked yeah. each of you guys to make a stupid one-liner um, <laughs> earlier today, and I didn't give you any context on why. That's true. And you said what? Wait, wait. So no, we have if to recon point... something now. Uh-huh. She has to be the colonel. Because okay, if she yeah, gets she's knocked out, the colonel got caught. <laughs> okay, I love that. Okay, so basically, if go. you use that line in the cutscene at some point, something will happen. Anyway, that's <laughs> okay. why all right. I'll come in together. So you guys are sitting together and uh you get jumped as uh three of these figures kind of just like jump on her and they're like big tall taller than you are sharks. They have uh they all have their ears pierced because that notates bad dudes, right? Yeah, that and they're notates smoking bad cigarettes. Dudes. Oh, they're smoking no. cigarettes and they have like <laughs> backwards hats on. I bet they have bandanas <laughs> and like nails yeah. for for yeah, pauldrons. They, they all they all have they all have sharp looking daggers. And uh they jump they get like the drop and they have her grappled. Uh what how do you free her from this situation? Um so I uh, so there's one dude that has her and I'm surrounded by other guys, right? Mhm. Yeah, is this like mm-hmm. the start of like maybe you discovering how some of your skills worked? Yeah, maybe? I would probably say so. Um I would probably say that um would you reckon that I had my oar with me or no? Sure, why not? Sure, it's like a not? an oar, so maybe use it as a weapon as well as an oar because there's yeah. like ships and canoes that you would use to get around. Um, yeah. So, man, how would I go about this? So I'm surrounded by four just, guys. This is like uh, the only situation where you don't explosive out. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> I have to fit the bill, man. I gotta karate kid the shit out of this. <laughs> so, uh, one of them comes at me and I trip him with the staff and push him into the other one and knock him off of the rock that we're fighting on. And then it's me, uh, flanked by the guy grappling, uh, Pearl and the one guy who's facing to fight me. And I mm-hmm. knock him, uh, into both of them which set trips the guy on the back you know doing some fancy or maneuvers where i get the guy to run past me make an attack roll okay. uh, with your just current stats that's fine totally fine 16 nice so you totally do it are you doing the thing that people did in high school where someone stood behind another person and you push them then they fall over so he, he comes he comes running towards yeah. me and i uh trip him and then flip my oar and f- hit him in the back as he trips knocking him into both pearl and the guy holding her hopefully nice. knocking them off the edge yeah. and so then i grab her hand and pull her in you know triumphantly as they all get knocked off the rock and then we run away oh you're you're on a beach dog <laughs> are you on like a rocky yeah like, yeah beach like a rocky beach yeah absolutely oh, shit. so like in fucking uh uh what's that jason siegel movie uh 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 the one where he me mila kunis uh, uh what the fuck fucking is it called? um uh forgetting sarah, forgetting marshall. sarah marshall is it like that yeah. scene where you're up on like one of those fucking rocks and you're pushing them off yeah 
Oh damn. Okay, so they're gonna fall it's, into it, some it's water. It's way more dramatic than that. It's it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's it's total drama, man. Okay. All right. So as you push these off, you hear two splashes and one thud. Uh, <laughs> as one of them sounds seems to have hit like some kind of rock. Uh, Cecil had a lot of first firsts this night. It seems. Well, do you go to check? I nope. I'm good. We run okay. away, as I said. All right. So you uh, walk away from this encounter, uh, kind of having somewhat of like a memorable memory as not only kind of maybe like the night that you fell in love with Colonel Pearl Merkwater, but also when you kind of established yourself and maybe realized that like, you know, you could be heroic. Yeah, it's it's what birthed my confidence in being right. able to succeed in this mission after not having much hope before. Nice. So as you kind of establish that memory and you're thinking back to it, um, we kind of like hone back in on the sniper angle as that fucking. Oh wait, hold on. Can uh, I can, can I actually recon something before we get maybe. too far? I really I kind of want I kind of want to because I forgot to say it. Oh After, yeah, yeah, you, uh, you missed that thud, opportunity. With the, with the thud, I was gonna, I, I should have said, uh, oh no, yeah, no. it looks like Ripperino. his kernel's been popped. We should uh, get out of here. And basically, you remember all of the things that could have been. But it's too late. You're fine. You think of the line after the fact, and you're like, "Fuck!" And you distinctly I was remember so in, in the that line. Chains. I wish that I had remembered to say that perfect one-liner. But maybe it's because you were like somewhat young. How old would Cecil have been? Like, 15? I was like fourteen, fifteen. Very with a fucking colonel. This okay, okay. This says something about the laws regarding age in uh, the Dreadwood I said Isles. She but was, cool. I said she was a young colonel. Oh, a it's young still, colonel. It's still wrong, but so that makes more sense than general, I guess. You're saying, <laughs> hey, I'm not it's making just, a comment about any military. <laughs> That's hey, real. They, yeah, it's not. It's just you know. Child soldiers, it, dude. It's just, yeah. dude. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. summer love. All right, it's, it's just weird. summer love. It, summer it's love very between telling. child soldiers. <laughs> it's telling of the. <laughs> it's telling of the universe and what the world's like. So, yeah, anyway, God. in that moment, maybe at the age, ripe age, tender age of fourteen, maybe you weren't so callous in that moment to joke about someone <laughs> accidentally dying. But it the was the first death I've seen. And I think that's valid. <laughs> so anyway, uh, as we kind of reward want uh, go back to like the situation you're actually in you see as this fucking uh it seems like it pulls out like in the game uh why am i forgetting the name now kurt Ker what the fuck? kerplunk kerplunk i'm, I'm not colonel's on the mind <laughs> anyway like in kerplunk they pulled out like one of those things that supports everything and you're actually going to take let me let me uh check some notes here real quick we'll have to cut this out oh i got a good one that colonel went plunk yeah. oh that was good yeah that was good <laughs> uh danger uh -huh. roll a d12 four you take four xp damage so what? you don't have to actually affect your skills or anything but i want you to total how much xp damage that you take right now you've taken four i'll tell oh. you kind of how it works as you take more as you I would feel go from like 101 to 97. Just write that you have four. Okay. Taken away. Anyway, so basically. By the way. Yeah, 111. You feel. Oh, um, yeah, I forgot to change that after we <laughs> talked about that still. 
Anyway, you feel as if like a piece of yourself is drawn out. And basically there's this memory that you have and it means a lot to you, but now it almost feels as if it's someone else's memory in your brain. Um, anyway, huh. and, uh, as we kind of get back around to you guys, Hannibal, uh, you see as like one of the other like shadow uh-huh. children whooshes past you, um, trying to like bite at your head. I offer it and, some jerky. Uh, you, you hold up jerky as it bites you. <laughs> it bites uh, the jerky have it or it bites it What's really your, what's your it, armor? Hey. What's your armor, Hannibal? Uh, it is 10. Okay. So barely, <laughs> this was a very bad roll, but barely you, it was, it was over your armor. So the, you feel as if the armor almost, sorry, the, uh, beef jerky almost holds back this shadow creature. Um, and once again, I would like to ask you, I did said that in a very Bernie Sanders kind of way. I would That's like to where ask. My mind went immediately. <laughs> Hannibal, uh, tell me about a memory that you have from any point in your life that helped shape who Hannibal is. Could be something that, like, <laughs> so just many memories. Before. Well, probably the big one was the big uh, one. Yeah, when he when he discovered a hidden mausoleum within a dense thicket, um, and he entered and found a talking rock. That's probably the big one. Okay. So we are going to set the scene a little bit. This is what's the name of your talking rock again? Because I honestly don't remember. I don't it didn't I don't think it had I don't know if it has a name. Anyway. Oh, by the way, we forgot to do a shout out. At the end of the last episode, (laughs) we talked about who our biggest fans were, and we didn't mention Amy because we're literally the worst. Anyway, hi. Middle of the episode. Thanks for listening. (laughs) We said in the next it's all good. We would say it in the intro, and I forgot. I'm sorry. We were rushing. Anyway, um, back to Hannibal. <laughs> that, yeah. that wasn't jarring at all, was it? Uh, yeah. So, I forgot about my talking rock. Yeah. How could we forget? <laughs> it's okay. We need to reestablish it. So, this is a rough one because there's not really anyone for you to interact with. But I guess we can have like a rock in person conversation. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so. Mm-hmm. At this point in Hannibal's life, Hannibal was a wandering mercenary, right? So how many years yes. ago would this have been? And how old is Hannibal? <sighs> Hannibal now? He's 42. So this is probably yeah. like, I don't know, what, late 30s? Some number we'll say, of years we'll say ago. Say like five, four years ago. 38. Four years ago. Yeah. And you were, uh, Hannibal's a wandering mercenary, mercenary. Uh-huh. I said that so weird. Mercenary. Uh, and he was, uh, commissioned to clear rebels out of an old abandoned post in the mountains to the southeast of Stonehall. Um, and as you were going, you come across like, uh, a dense thicket and you see like some polished stone popping out. And as you pull the brush away, you find like a hidden mausoleum. And as you move this foliage, uh, you see uh, these like engravings on the stone. uh, And it's like in an ancient, uh, sorry, elephant. I almost said elf wrong game. Uh, It's in like an ancient elephant language. And you, you know enough to know that this is some depiction of like a mass grave. 
Um, and as you, you like wander in, um, you find that these remains have been ransacked and, uh, there's just like a voice dead guy in here. And as you say, (laughs) (laughs) as you say that it's like, uh, for a moment, everything blinks black and then it goes back to normal um, mm. in this memory. But everything for a moment just seems like as if everything was inverted. Uh, you know, black is white, white's black. And then it goes back really quickly. And um, you hear this noise coming from within the mausoleum. And I have no idea what the rock sounds like. What kind of voice do you envision for the rock? Because I'm going to have sure to hear him speak. He's in all those jungle movies. Oh my god. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> should I try to just I don't know enough about the rock, but should sure. I just try to make him sound like the rock? Sure. Okay. The rock's name can be Dwayne. There you go. Hey Perfect. you. Get over here. Oh. Who's that? Hey. Who's that? Down here. <laughs> Down I'm where? stuck. Get over here. I can't really be that descriptive. I can't see anything. Hey. Hey you. <laughs> Is anyone there? <laughs> the yeah is i walk towards the the voice um and as you walk towards the voice you kind of like look around uh roll a sense because all you just see is like mausoleum pass perfect so as you walk around this room you you see one thing that stands out to you and it's uh like a polished marble stone describe what it looks like a polished marble stone like what size is it like fist size fist, or is it yes, like small fist size okay. i can hold it so, in my hand yeah okay okay perfect and uh as you it's like a pet rock it, size you see as it collides with like uh an old book and and he says or you hear the noise say hey down here the, mr rock yeah it's me i'm the rock what the hell yeah i know I'm 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 a rock. What the hell is going on in this place? I I don't really know. I, I'm just stuck me here. Me neither. I. Oh, do you want to? Oh my god! Do you want me to take you somewhere? Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, you want to so come here's with the thing. me on my adventures? Yeah, you should because I can help you. I can I can Whoa. tell you if things are a good idea or not, and I can help I need you out. That. Yeah, I can be like your compass. But a rock. Oh, rock compass. Hey, is that what you think? Yeah. It doesn't matter what you think. That's the Why? only of the rock line. I don't uh, know, because I'm the rock, and that seems like something I should say. There's a book right next to me, though. Whoa. I pick up the book. Uh, and as you uh, look at the book, um, it looks like hundreds of years old. And uh, it's, like, tattered, but surprisingly still intact and it may you think maybe it could have something to do with the fact that it's like stuck in this mausoleum and uh do you like flip through it yes all right you very clearly see see something about uh an author named hanno and uh as you flip through these pages very carefully you see that uh it's written about this this person hanno that served in a military hundreds of years ago it seems to be like some kind of like foot soldier in pyrrhus's brigade um and as you uh kind of are reading through here uh 
something kind of rings a bell in your brain. Um, those, that name means something to you. Yeah. He was a soldier just like me. Yeah. So basically, uh, you would know that Pyrrhus, uh, uh, is known for being connected with this, this old star from an old legend. And it's something that you remember, uh, from another childhood memory. But, uh, basically as you kind of sit there with this rock kind of flipping through these pages, uh, of this old book, you see again as like everything pulls back and finally like you're back in the room again um the the big space area and everything's really really far away and again the um kerplunk like thing happens where another um another one of the the sticks essentially falls and there's a big void left in your mind uh roll a d12 11 Okay, so you take 11 points of experience damage as there is the same thing happens. You still have those memories, but they don't feel like yours anymore. There's no meaning to them. You remember that there's a rock, but like you don't, it's like someone else's rock. It's like, is that me? Is that even who did that happen to me or what, what is going on? Um, and, uh, next up, we're going to move on to Fenimore. Uh, basically the next thing that happens is, uh, another one of these creatures goes through and is going to pass through you. Uh, I, Damn, there's no I way that away. your armor's that high. <laughs> do you try to get away? You're like, do you like cartoonishly try to run through air? Well, no, I had already turned to leave when we opened the door. I guess oh, I didn't you're get, like very I probably wouldn't have slowly, gotten very far, though. you're very slowly rotating. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you guys ever snowboard when you were younger? Like, when you're trying to spin or, like, correct your balance and you're just fucking stuck and you're like, "Eh." it's (laughs) basically you're trying to get away. Um, and this, uh, this shadow child passes through you. Tell me about Fenimore. What is something that is important to who he is now? Could be anything. Uh, Well, this, this reminds me of the time. That I snuck aboard my first ship. Your first ship? Yeah. How old was Fenimore? Say nine. Jesus Christ, you were like, were you a stowaway? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Okay, you were a stowaway. That's what I meant by snuck aboard. Okay, tell me what, tell me about it. (laughs) Well, I had to get in through, I had to avoid being on the dock, obviously, so Mm -hmm. I had to find a crafty way to get in, and there was an open porthole on this this really cool vessel that i saw and i was just like that's my way in and turns out it was open because there was a lot of food being prepped in the galley do you know the name of the ship the you can make one effervescent i don't know i like that okay Cause it, it's bubbly, right? Floats on water. Yeah. Yeah. Fun to say. Effervescent. The SS effervescent. That's a mouthful. (laughs) I love it. Uh, so yeah, you sneak on the effervescent, uh, the SS effervescent. Oh my God. That's fun. Um, and, uh, yeah. So let me kind of just do a little bit of thinking here. Uh, you said you snuck through like a porthole cause they're loading food onto it. There was like steam coming through it which is probably why it was open. 
damn. So like literally like the top, you like climbed something and crawled down? Well, porthole down below. It'd be below decks. Oh, okay. I apparently don't know what a porthole is. <laughs> I'm like Googling porthole right now. It's like the circle window holes uh, on boats. It's the thank you. Someone else doesn't know what a porthole is. Yeah, it's the circle thing that's on and it was open. Okay. So uh you sneak into this porthole and you find yourself into a somewhat small room with a bunk bed in it on either side. Uh there are like chests uh kind of at the foot of each bed as well as a dresser and a wardrobe um but aside from that there's not really much else except for kind of like a kind of ragged looking carpet on the ground (laughs) not a carpet a rug it's 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 kitschy i I like it the door is open to the room and you think that someone might be coming back through soon oh okay um i'm gonna make a break for the door and just get into the hallway find the next room i can Okay. Um, and your ultimate aim here is basically to remain undetected until they leave so that they can't kick you off, right? Yeah, more or less. I don't know. It, I I could probably try and improvise like I belong there, but I'm also a child. So you were literally a child. You're a nine year old otter aboard a ship. Uh, and this would be out of, uh, sorry, I need to check my notes here. Like drawing a blank on the name of the the country that you come from, Ottawa. No, it's not. That's not it at all. Uh, Rivers Rest. Toronto. (laughs) Toronto. That's right. The Ottawa was my my ship. Not that was the name of your ship. And yes, it was River Rest. Mm -hmm. So basically, this is you. Why are you leaving River Rest? Actually, come to think of it, why would you want to stow away at the age of nine? Oh, I got grounded, and I just want to run away to teach them a lesson. Oh, my God. So you're kind of like a little bit of like a, a rebellious nine-year-old a, child, a and you don't want to... I mean, no. Yeah. We don't got to say it that way, but you don't you don't like that you were grounded, so you're <laughs> like, fuck parents. it. I'm running away, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live in a boat, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And basically, as you're kind of sitting there with all of these thoughts in your head, um, you hear the sound of someone uh, walking down the hallway, like loud... Uh, a footprint and then occasionally like the sound of a peg leg just uneven steps uh, moving towards you i gotta skitter either under something or into something what's around me that i can do that with uh there are uh there are barrels to your side as well as a dresser you're fairly small um there's crates what are you looking for something innocuous let's try a barrel Okay, so you uh, lift the lid of the barrel up, and you see that it's about half full of apples. Oh, hell yeah. That's exactly what I was hoping for. That's the one. All right. Uh, so I'll you hop into Skitter, like, you hop snake into, into the apples. Like, try and get to All the right, bottom. you snake into the apple barrel, and um, you kind of just hear as this person passes by you. And, uh, yeah, what do you what do you do? Are you just waiting? Yeah. Well, you said he had a peg leg, so I would imagine he would hear him coming back, right? Yeah. You you hear him walk by, and as kind of time passes, you start to hear more people walking as well. Um, and then eventually, there's kind of like uh, it. There's a silence. You don't hear anyone around you. Right. Delicately, so I don't start flinging apples into the walls. Uh, mm-hmm. Time to leave the barrel. All right, so you hop out of the barrel, and uh, you hear a noise above you. It sounds like there, uh, there's a lot of activity at 
uh, kind of like on the surface level of the ship, whatever it's called, the deck. The deck. <laughs> the deck. Everything yeah. seems like a deck to me. But anyway, the deck. Um, and you hear like people shouting, hoist the, hoist the anchor, raise the sails or whatever it is. Um, and you hear just a lot of activity as the ship is clearly getting ready to actually leave. What oh, is yeah. young nine year old, uh, Fenimore thinking in this moment? He's thinking, hell yeah. That's what he's thinking. He's thinking, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, I, is uh, there like a, another porthole nearby, like in the room where the barrels are or the one that you crawled in is still open? And there's yeah, no one there in could... that room. It's right, it I'll looks like a barracks to watch the ship. Hopefully, your nine year old bo- your nine year old child brain thinks, "Oh, bunk beds. They probably have sleepovers here. This is fun." <laughs> uh, oh, I love apples. Does does Fen like apples? I mean, who doesn't like apples? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> I think otters actually. Li- I think otters like apples generally too. Like yeah, zoo, instead of the stone treats. in your pocket, it's just an apple. <laughs> so yeah, basically, as you stand there with this open uh, porthole, you see as you guys actually leave the docks, and uh, you see as the barge city of River Rest gets smaller and smaller in the distance. And at first, you can hear the sound of uh, the barges kind of just slapping against the water. Uh, and eventually that sound gets more and more distant until you just hear like the white noise, like hum of, uh, the sea all around you. And what are you doing? Kind of just drinking it in. This is, I would assume given my age, this is one of the first times I was out to sea like that in that capacity. And I, nice. I could get, I think I could get used to that. Nice. So you're kind of having this lovely moment here and, as you kind of are starting to get comfortable and relaxed a little bit, um, you, you didn't hear it this time around, but you hear just kind of a knock at the door. Um, and you see an otter standing there with a peg leg who looks to Uh-oh. be maybe in his, er, you know, mid twenties. Uh, he's got like a big, one of those pompous, like, uh, triangle shaped hats and he's oh, got a wow. peg leg and he's got like a really 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 gaudy looking sword like a rapier <laughs> and he's got an apple in one hand and he says stowaway huh nice to meet you my name's captain ray um and uh with that moment uh we go back to the moment to where you all currently are and you're there Again, it feels as if there is this piece of you that's just removed. Roll a d12. Okay. Okay. Uh, 10. 10. You take 10 points of XP damage. (sighs) Okay. And each of you guys, where you feel as if something has been removed from you, you feel like something is within you now that wasn't there before. A darkness, some kind of like void... And as you guys, uh, as you guys start to kind of like feel different and come to terms with the fact that you actually feel a bit more at, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A bit more in touch with your kind of void like surroundings, essentially. Uh, you guys notice as, let's see, who got the lines right? Devin and Graham. Uh, you look out and instead of the void, you start to see, uh, just rolling waves, rolling waves. And far below you, you see there is like the deck of a ship 
And as well, you see that there's like bits of rock and stone floating around the room from like the mausoleum from, uh, from Hannibal's thing. And you guys feel now that you can now interact with the things surrounding you as if you've been filled with this kind of void. What do you, let, let's have a combat now. What do you say? <laughs> let's <laughs> let's have a real combat, combat where you can actually, it's after the 45 minute cutscene. Now let's have <laughs> unskippable cutscene. Oh, that's what we can call Gear this. Game. Yeah. Okay. That's what we can call this episode. <laughs> unskippable cutscene. Um, and yeah, so basically as you float around, uh, I'm just going to say that there's like a lot of, a l- lot of these things specifically from Hannibal and Fenimore because they nailed that one liner. It's now in this kind of void space floating around and you're all weightless there as these three children, uh, shadow children seem to be like floating through, uh, floating around. Uh, I nailed the what one do you liner. Do? I didn't even say mine. I swear to God you did. There, no, there, I was waiting for an opportunity to use it. Oh, fuck. Never mind. Just kidding. You're in a mausoleum. <laughs> Rewind, retcon. Okay. You didn't get the, you didn't get your one liner. It was no. just, is it me or does it smell like dead guy in here? Yeah, you guys are, you guys are now, uh, the, the surroundings are that of like a broken down mausoleum with stones everywhere. And you feel, you kind of see as some of them like float by you as if you could push off them like a fucking, uh, was it Ender's Game? <laughs> like one of those fucking whatever that oh, game was. Yeah. Uh, as these kind of like objects float around the room and you could interact with them to move around this big, uh, vast, uh, mausoleum like area. And Hannibal, uh, you feel, uh, very disconnected from this rock right now in this moment. Okay. <laughs> And, uh, one of the, one of the shadows is going to, uh, fly towards, uh, Cecil and try to attack you. Uh, you, you can, oh, you right. are not immobile now. <laughs> I, I can dodge this one. Cool. I'll yeah. block for him using my bulwark ability. Okay. Great. Cause I rolled I- a 10. I don't think it's going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> Is it what is it? Is it higher than thirty? Yeah, I got more than thirty on the die. <laughs> okay, wait. nice. So as this uh creature like travels towards Wait, Cecil, oh, wait, like, wait. Is this what kind of attack is this? Melee. Okay, never mind then. Oh, you can't do it? Is it only No no, no I can, I can. It just the roll okay. the my blocking roll would matter for mirror shield. It doesn't matter if gotcha. it's a melee. Yeah. It's a melee attack. And basically yeah. uh Cecil, you feel as as if this thing's coming towards you, and like so many times before, Hannibal uh, is the shield that that you need, and he deflects the attack. And and now you don't I take riposte. Any riposte, do it. Doing it up. Fifty three. I almost don't even want to roll. That's okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh shit! Two explosions, dude. Okay, hold on. Oh, you might have. You might. You might succeed. Fifty two. What did you get again? 53. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. Okay, how many how many wounds does that deal? Just one. Okay, so uh, whereas you, hammer. you feel as if 
before you may not have actually been able to interact with this creature, but as you come through and do this riposte attack, you uh, come down with the hammer, hitting it, and it flies downward below you, and it kind of looks back up at you a bit confused as it shouts out, um, and uh, as these kind of rocks float towards you, they kind of like harmlessly bump into you, but they're like, there's a lot of them that are, you know, hundreds of pounds in size. Uh, you see as like floating coffins float through the air. And one other thing as well, you see the lifeless body of Sanders with this kind of coil sticking out of his eye, uh, just kind of al- across the way. I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> so you again, you guys can move now. <laughs> You can move. I'll you just have to do it by interacting the with the environment. I'll poke okay. the Let's body try and get closer Sanders. to that because that seems bad. It smells like dead guy in here. <laughs> you say the line again, and everything goes. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> you uh, go up to Sanders and you like grab him and uh, danger yeah. uh, as as Hannibal kind of like. Uh, launches of, across by like pushing off one of these bits of uh, polished rock mm-hmm. uh, and grabs onto the body of Sanders. Uh, you feel like a pulsing from your gauntlet um, that is now like the the waddle of the turkey, which is fused with a chicken beak, um, <laughs> and it seems to pulsate really quickly. Uh, Does it like pull me if I open my hand up? Or- your hand, it, your hand is drawn towards Hannibal. Um, Not like hope- literally, I- but you feel as if you're. You know, it's they're calling out to each okay. other. Um, are we out of combat? Nope, you're in combat. No, we're still in combat. <laughs> Speaking okay. of which, I'm just uh, making of, sure. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't. I wanted you guys. I feel like you guys don't know that you can act. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, okay. I feel like if you guys just really understood the volley system, you'd like it, <laughs> right? Yeah, this is. So another one is going to uh, go at uh, go at you. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll block again. And, I think you're too far away now because you had oh, to move okay. over. Uh, that's um, going to be a 13. Oof. Oh, boy. Roll a d12. Oh, no, thanks. Yeah, but seven. Anyway, you take seven points of XP damage, which I believe now puts you at 11 total. Yeah. Same um, as me. As, as another bit of your, uh, you feel, uh, let, what's a, another memory of yours? <laughs> what's another I'm memory? We won't go as deep you. with this one. We won't go as deep with yourself. this one. Tell me another thing about young Cecil. Um, young Cecil used to be extremely coddled by his mother before she passed away. So he used to look fondly Ooh, to their time where they would listen to, to, to records on their, uh, their conch uh, vinyl player in the den. Uh, he really r- cherished those memories. What's a so what's a food take that away. Cecil likes? What's a food that she always used to make for you? Um, we would have uh, you know, like I guess raw fish. You know, a lot of okay. like sashimi so, style platters. So you have this memory of her uh, and you listening to music together. She was always like a fan of music as well. Maybe you got that from her a little bit. Uh-huh. And uh, one of these like cherished memories you have before she passed away is uh, eating fish with her that she always prepared just in the way that you like. And as you uh, kind of formulate that memory, you feel as again, it's like drawn and sapped from you a- as you take that XP drain. 
So Cecil is is feeling just filled filled with with the void, and he just uh, he's got more void. (laughs) He's got more void in me. Uh, He's you know he's just enraged like a train, and he just screams out at the top of his lungs. Mistress of Chickens, I'm pulling your wagon! And I, uh, <laughs> uh, cast Explosive O on whatever's around me. Alright. So I need you to At roll a post style. Yes. And just a heads up, because of your XP drain, you're gonna take a minus five, uh, cause you have passed the first okay. level of whatever. So That's I'm fine. gonna do that this just for three of them. My, my buff from my vitality anyway. <sighs> oh, fuck Ooh. yeah. Hell yeah. I'm gonna roll once for all three. Sure. 41. Damn! I had, uh, that would be 37. So yeah, you beat me. Uh, as they all take how many wounds? One. One wound. Uh, and, <laughs> and your shouting reaches out and basically you displace a number of these, like, pieces of rock, which, like, seem to bounce off of some kind of invisible wall in the distance. And there, you, you just kind of, like, move a bunch of this around as it's starting to move faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, what else you guys do? Is there, there's no discernible, like, way out, right? It's just like a bubble. Uh, not we yet. probably find some. Okay. Well, no, I meant uh, as in, like, a means of escape once we're done in here. Yeah. And uh, one more detail for Finn. Uh, you feel, like, another pulsing coming from your gauntlet, and it seems to be pulling you towards Hannibal. Um, and in that moment, uh, another one of them is going to kind of swirl through. After taking that attack, it's going to swirl towards you, Fenimore. Okie dokie. I, um... Can I move towards Hannibal as it attacks, or start the process at least? I guess. Sure, I'll I'll answer that. It's calling to Cecil, by the way. But anyway, oh, you said Hannibal. You, I feel like. Oh my god, I feel like I'm confusing names here. Your gauntlet is is seemingly drawing you towards Hannibal. That is Cecil drawing towards Hannibal. Anyway, Fenimore, it does attack you though. Oh, you told me that my gauntlet did the thing, and then I was. You don't very have confused. a gauntlet, do you? I know that. That's why it was confused. <laughs> Fuck! I'm sorry. That, that was, was my the bad. confusion. Everyone's Start confused, over. and, and it's my you fault. had and Start you had already told me that my gauntlet, yeah. gauntlet was pulsating towards That's Hannibal. I knew that info. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh, the attack towards you is going to okay. be a 15. I should, I should probably roll. Hey, um, I exploded on two of the three dice. You want me to just stop? Yeah, you can stop. Okay. So you like you very forcefully thrust off of one of the passing rocks, um, oh, and it I like navigate? propels. Oh, can I? Yeah, which way this do you environment go? a little better by using adept swimmer? Sure, I can swim through the ether more. Effectively. Tell you what. Yeah, I'll just have you roll um, agility whenever you're trying to do anything, and I'll just kind of let you roll with it if you pass. Okay. Hell yeah. Anyway, which direction are you going? Um, uh, I guess. If Cecil and Hannibal are starting to group up, I'm not going to be off on my own. I'm a weak, tiny little thing. Roll an agility. A roll or just a check for each of those? Check, 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 check. Okay. That's a pass. Four out of five. Yeah, five. Four to five. So very at home with this environment for some particular reason. You have some Mm. kind of transferable skill. You, You kind of just seem to jettison in that direction away from the from the rock. Okie dokie. I'm gonna Does use, anyone still have actions? I do. I'm gonna use my second action. I have two. To uh 
slap the the closest one uh with my opalite ore. Okay. Uh make an attack roll and they will attempt to block. Holy shit. I just rolled two twelves on my D ranked baby. E. So that's thirty five thirty eight. Yeah, you definitely win. Uh, they got a 23. So I fucking uh, so you smack him in the face. Okay, yeah, you smack one of them. And as you smack this one in the face, uh, make a sense check for me real quick. You got it. That's an 11 out of 3. You don't got it. Yeah, there's nothing out of the ordinary. You smack it in the face. Yeah, smack it in the face. Take that, bitch. They're out of action, so it's really up to you guys. <laughs> oh, I'll also oh, okay. smack it in the face. Okay. 38. Yeah, you definitely won. Uh, that was gonna be a 24. So, you hit another one, dealing one wound. I think at this point you guys have dealt... I've dealt two. A few. Two. But you also dealt one to each person, so... True. And then one DJ to another. DJ Khaled! Another one. Okay. 42. 44. No, 43. What did you say? 42. Okay, so this oh, one you miss. That was very damn. close. It's funny how those rolls are always like one away from each other. It's fucking weird. And then uh, I'm going to follow that up with an attack order at the same guy that they've been beating up on. Just like, you guys are really fucking him up. Give him another smack. And then anyone that wants to can take a free attack with a ten uh, plus 10 to hit. Yeah, one of them has taken a lot of damage at this point. And let's say because you, like, jettisoned that way after your last dodge, you, like, kind of land a little bit like Spider-Man against, like, a big uh, column that seems to be floating there. Okay. And uh, make attack rolls. I'm going to do one one block, and you guys can both roll against it. Or is Cecil close enough to take that? I would assume he is. To take what? The attack. Oh, yeah. Cecil is basically like I would say 20 to 30 feet away from you guys you guys uh Hannibal and Cecil are currently standing there Hannibal you're right next to uh, the deceased body of Sanders is that with the plus Um, 10 yes 40 that definitely wins am I also close to the deceased body of Sanders you're like 25 30 feet away okay so I need to move a little bit gotcha (laughs) no worries that was probably unclear on my part. Sorry. No, I'm I'm just double checking. I want to make sure that I have the spacing right. Um, yeah. So Hannibal, you definitively hit. By the way. So uh, can I take wound. that free action as well? From yeah, what? you can. I okay. I believe the way that it works is you can move towards it and attack. So I'll say for you, you because of the environment. If you make an agility, I'll say that you can like travel towards it. If I pass an agility check, yeah, just roll an agility check. <laughs> Eleven out of three. Okay. Nope. Pass then. Yeah. You do not pass. Uh, you basically try to push off the rock, but it's too small of a rock, despite how you know, <laughs> kind of. You might be a little bit lighter, and but it's too small of a rock. Nowhere. It just doesn't. <laughs> you just push it away, and you like float a little bit. Yeah, disappointed. But you think that if you keep waiting, you'll get there eventually. Floating very slowly in that direction. Does anyone else have extra actions? Uh, I'm dumb. Oh, actually, no, I have I have one left. So after I issue that attack for them, can I make a use that pillar to push off and like try and stab it with my needles? Yeah, of course. There's one that looks severely wounded at this point. Yeah, um, getting up on the one that's going going apeshit. 
since this doesn't need a roll and it's real quick, I would start moving towards Sanders' corpse. Okay. Uh, do you have an action left or I, movement? I had a, I assume I have a free move. I haven't <laughs> moved at all this round yet. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Holy shit! What did you do? What did I you do? An eleven and eleven and a twelve. Nice. And then another eleven. Hell yeah! Holy shit! Um, forty-five for that. That would be strength. 50. Oh, and those are those are special needles, aren't they? They're magic and they have high piercing damage. Yeah. So it's as you go through down. with your needles and do these attacks, like, are you aiming for the eyes? Yeah. 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 Okay. Exactly. And just out of curiosity, uh, which of the three uh, bird people did you hate the most? Of the the bird people uh, that we fought or the from the turducken? Yeah, like the duck, the turkey, or the chicken. Like, just as a person, who did you hate the most? Um... Which was the one with the most annoying voice? That one. That's rel. I, that depends. Uh, the one that you, you want me to do outright it? wanted to stop doing that one. I don't remember which one that one was. Uh, I don't know. Then G- give a give us a sample of all of them. Then let's let's hear a little. Oh bit. my god! Okay, yeah, you got to rerun us through. <laughs> the people yeah, want to hear them one more time. Okay, hold on. Well, there's <clears throat> there's the dopey one. It was kind of a pidgey, dopey one. <laughs> it was the one that kind of sounded like this. That one is my least favorite. The one that kind of sounded like me, me, like this it's definite, one. It's definitely not Kermit. That one he get. He, Kermit's fine. Kermit's uh, gold. That's the. Which one did you hate the most? I don't remember which one. Let's go with the um, the the grumbly curmudgeon. Okay, the, that's the. So basically, yeah, as that's you boss stat- ass. As you stab your two needles uh, into the eyes of this child creature, uh, you realize now that you're this close that it vaguely has the some elements of like a turkey. Like it's got like a couple of feathers coming out from like its butt area, and its just face is kind of like roundish. And you get these two needles, and as you put them through, it kind of just dissipates um, in kind of like a wisp. As it disappears uh, with your oh. your dual needle attack, and uh, so for Cecil, as you move towards uh, the <laughs> the the dead corpse of of Sanders, and you move toward in that direction, a Gundam like scene. Uh, I don't never watched Gundam. I don't know why I referenced that, but a Power Rangers like scene where the oh, no. three elements of it come together as your gauntlet <laughs> fuses with the corkscrew like blade that is comes out and joins in full form as it like uh <laughs> the kind of the if there were like the camera it goes around 360 degrees as you come forth and the gauntlet is fused together uh with this this corkscrew thing so essentially what uh it worked the way that it works, it has a couple abilities, one of which is called gobble. So if you uh, <laughs> kill a creature that has very low health, uh, you absorb it somehow and something happens. Um, it's also got a couple others that I can't remember. I'll tell you about them later. But basically, you can switch between having it as like a rapier. Uh, and then, uh, if you move it around, the blade goes the other way and you can use it as like a defense kind of thing. So basically it can either come out long side or back side. 
Um, but yeah, now you're holding, uh, the 13 herbs and spices now completed the holy trifecta. And we're at the top of the round. What do you guys do? What rank is it? I'll tell you, I'll send you all of that stuff later. Yeah, but if I'm going to use it I right need to now, know. I need to know. Uh, because I'm absolutely going to stab this creature right with this, <laughs> with this fucking thing fused to my hand. Um, we'll say that it is for now just right that it's b rank oh boy do i add any stat to it like strength or agility just add your agility to it because it's a precision based weapon you got it it's the same either way then why did you ask <laughs> well because it, it, it could have been a no to adding either of them anyway okay uh, did, that's did you make a, it a sack roll? yes i did uh so that's 22, 32, 35. Okay. So the first thing that happens before you even do this is that as it's fused all together, a burst of energy expands out from around you. And like a light seems to glow a little bit from the 13 herbs and spices. And they all take uh, one wound that they are unable to avoid. Secondly, you go to attack one of them. um, And as you do so, uh, this one that you're near has been uh wounded already uh, it's taken two wounds um you rolled higher than it did so you also hit how do you attack this thing what is what is it uh so as i burst forward uh, in a dash with this like uh burst of energy that wipes the creature i uh s- thrust into it straight through its chest perfect uh its head explodes hell yeah it, its head explodes in bright lights Looks like these kernels have popped. Looks like these kernels have finally <laughs> popped. Uh, and the one that you attacked uh, is, uh, you realize that it, it looks vaguely uh, chicken-like, but like a deformed version, deranged version of the shadow creature. Uh-huh. And there's one more that that uh, that still exists, and it's that's still up. Uh, as you guys are there, uh, these swirling... Uh, the swirling vortex that surrounds you is starting to get even more kind of, uh, chaotic. It's starting to like, actually not even the opposite of that. It's starting to actually get like a spiral form, um, as it begins to rotate in a circular, uh, in a circular direction and far away from you, you can see something that seems to be like an even darker black. And as you guys look at it, it comes forth, uh, far in the distance. It seems to be a large, uh, disembodied head that's, that is slowly ringing out, uh, in a very shrill, vo- uh, shrill voice that starts quiet and then starts to get louder. What do you, de- what do you guys do? Um, how far away is it? Pretty fucking far. Pretty it's going to take a while to get okay. towards you guys. Is it closer to me or to Hannibal and Cecil? The the disembodied head or the yeah. We're talking like miles away, dog. It's oh, really oh, really okay. far. It's okay. uh, effectively equidistant. Okay, uh, I'm going to use a move action to close in with the other two first because I'm kind of off on my own again. Nice. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, no, there's only one left at this point. Um, and, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna jump off, head towards it, make an attack roll. Or is that what you're doing? No, I said I was gonna group up with Cecil and... Oh, okay. 
Uh, yeah, so you jump off of one of these. Uh, actually, make an agility because now these rocks oh, yeah. are moving around a bit more quickly. One out of, I think it was five. Yeah, one out of five. All right, and make a, a one more time. Three out of five. Okay, so not only are you able to push off of this, but your adept swimming once again comes in clutch <laughs> as you like pass and travel between some of these uh, big floating stones, and you make your way back next to them. Um, <laughs> I kind of just want to say riding a column like a surfboard, like <laughs> like riding like a skateboard. It's fucking Tony Hawk's <laughs> void skater. Um. Anyway, so you make your way back to them. There is one of them that's still floating around, um, and it's gonna. It's actually gonna try to attack uh, you, Hannibal. Good luck. I know. Honestly, I need to. I need to basically just cross cross my fingers each time and hope that I blackjack. What is it doing or attempting to do? It is attempting a melee attack against you. Okay. <laughs> 32, by the way. I got 33 on the die. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Seriously? Big yikes. So 11, goddamn 11, close. 11, 7, and 4. <laughs> All right. I so mean, that's, cinema- not, that's not even plus my armor. Cetera, for cinematic so. reasons, I'm gonna say that it like fucking uh it goes at you to bite you and you catch this like child that seems to have like uh it seems to have like a, a duck bill on its face and it's basically like, Hammer like screaming face. in your face and you're like exactly and you're holding it in place. What do you guys do? I I'm stab- reposting it. Oh no. Okay, you're attacking it again, okay. <sighs> no, no, I'm reposting it. I got a low roll for for once. Oh, no. Oh, this is terrible. This is a really bad roll. 18, 20. Oh, okay. I beat that. Uh, 40. Perfect. That hits it. That is going to do another wound. It's still up. Um, the duck bill has been cracked a little bit. There's like a 90 degree angle. And this <sighs> child shadow is just like still sc- screaming in your face. I'll use or- attack order again. Give him another okay. bop. It worked last time on the other one. All right. Bop it up, guys. Uh, I'm going to give it the, the bippity bop as I'm going to stab it with the 13 herbs and spices. I'm rolling the the dot, uh, the block with one less dice because I did say that Hannibal is holding it there. So I'm going to say uh, that 30. it's a little bit worse at blocking. You fucking... <laughs> yeah, way higher. Uh, okay. So uh, where, how do you stab this this creature? Uh, again, I kind of thrust down into its, uh, kind of into its torso, into its stomach area with a quick Perfect. thrust. All right. Uh, and as you do so, before Hannibal can get that second attack off, that second bop, uh, you stab it. And, uh, as you do so, there's like some black congealed energy that kind of spirals up the uh the coiled blade this actually happened the time before but i forgot to mention it they uh-huh. both uh uh kind of like slowly go up the blade as if it's like siphoning or sucking in or gobbling uh the energy from it and you can feel that it's stored in the why do i want to say balls <laughs> it's stored in the waddle uh the pea is stored in the balls but uh you can feel there's some pea, sort of like energy stored in the waddle <laughs> the energy is like stored in this gauntlet. Um, and again, it's like a red gauntlet that has, uh, basically 
now in sword form, the chicken beak is like a handguard and the coil blade is like an attacking one, but it'll change if you switch forms. And yeah, sorry. As you, as you kill this thing, uh, you see <laughs> as, uh, the deceased form of Sanders, uh, eyes open and they're black. And it says a very airy, thank you. And then the vortex just begins to spin faster and faster. But instead of darkness, now it's becoming brighter and brighter and brighter and light until you can't see anything anymore. It's kind of disorienting. And by the way, I should probably mention that you feel all of these memories that were sapped from you restored back now in your brain. You guys all have your XP back, but you still have the memory of what it was like to not care about that anymore. And as you... Uh, oh no, my heart is broken all over again, twice. Oh fuck. As, as this spiraling vortex continues on, it feels like it's becoming overwhelming, like you're on a fuck, like one of those, uh, at, at the fair, like one of those Gravitron spinning things, until oh, okay. eventually it's, like the pressure stops, and you open your eyes, and you're all lying on your back, and you see the sun above you, you see the face of Cargus as he's standing there, as well as a, a worried and kind of different looking Sanders. Uh, you sit there and there's a bunch of orphans around you. Some of them are like holding buckets of water, throwing water at you guys, and you guys come to. What the hell? Oh. Where am I? That was... I think we're back. Does anyone have is a that... catchy one-liner here? <laughs> oh, boy. Is... Are anyone else's colonels popped, boys? And that's where we'll end it. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys XP here finally. Oh um, this is going to be a milestone. You're going to get 10 wow. XP. Thanks for tuning in this week, everybody. What, 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 what happened with the negative XP? Oh, I told you that you got that back. Oh. Uh, kind of just essentially uh, when it? you destroyed... Yes. When you destroyed the body of these shadow creatures, uh, the, it seemed to release the energy which which uh, came oh. back to you. Cool. Um, yes. That would be really shitty of me to just fucking give XP draining creatures and just have you guys... good. Good job, you got progress, but this takes it away. Anyway, congrats uh, on being that. right where you were, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yes, you'll never get XP in this campaign. <laughs> if you enjoyed listening to our podcast this week, uh, the, this episode of 9R, and kind of just all of the stuff, thank you. And also, find us on Facebook and all the other social medias, Instagram and everything. And if you really like us, maybe consider supporting us on Patreon. I'm sure it you know, future us have probably thought of some pretty cool Patreon bonus things. So, you know, what it do. Uh, yeah. Uh, Make sure you subscribe and get uh, to the highest tier and get, get on that merch train. Buy our merch. You can get such delightful things made by me as, uh, cheese wheel rhubarb, a shirt featuring a pickle, and other things. Yeah. Do it. Anyway, it seems like maybe your kernels were popped too.
I, that was bad. We shouldn't have done that one again. That one was too corny. We should have ended. <laughs> that one was too corny. Sometimes <laughs> the corn should stay on the cob. <laughs> uh, okay, no more burning the kebab at both ends. Let's call it here. All right, we can stop recording now. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I really want to leave that last one in. All right, we can stop recording now. <laughs> <laughs>